Like I knew it, but it's just weird seeing it. Boy, huh? He was a whole ass five year old. Damn. Right. Seems like only yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, that date was weird. <laughs> Why was it weird? It was, I don't know. It was just okay. So. I went and I got my hair cut, whatever. And then she said she was going to be super early because she's just like that. I was like, okay. So I was super early. I was just out of nerves. Because when I was driving there, I was like, am I fucking nervous? <laughs> I was like, why am I nervous? It's okay. When you say super early, how early do you mean? Like 20, 30 minutes. Okay, that's not crazy. I thought you meant like an hour, two hours. I went and did errands, so I wouldn't. So I went to Dollar General, got some lip balm. <laughs> then I uh, went and bought a new do-rag as my tradition of every time I get a haircut. <laughs> you all right, buddy? He is going ham. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I get there. She was like, well, I'm here early. And I was like, yeah, I'm here. So I walk up to the front and she comes in. She's cute. She looks exactly like her pictures. <laughs> so, like, we sit down. Uh, we order drinks. And then we get appetizers. We're talking. It's just... I don't know. It's just weird. I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to, like, throw the charm on. And it was working, but I still didn't feel anything. You weren't feeling it? No. And then, like, we went there because she said she had never had sushi. So I, uh, I'm i like, okay, well, I'm going to order. At first she was saying she was going to get, she was thinking about getting a hibachi. Mm-hmm. Because she's had hibachi before. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm going to order the uh, California roll for both of us because that's the safest sushi you can go with. And then I ordered a roll for myself. This bitch ordered another roll for her. Only eats one of them, picks it, and doesn't eat the rest of it. I um, At first when they bring it to us, like the appetizers... They didn't bring fork and knife, of course. It was a sushi place. Mm-hmm. So I just take out my uh, chopsticks. You know, I start, and she was like, you know how to use chopsticks? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, wow. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, this sounds so bougie. <laughs> it is. It's boo- like, I know, I'm bougie. <sighs> But I was like, yeah. Oh, hey. I was like, yeah. I uh, I know how to use chopsticks. I, I was like, 
I just try to play it off. I'm like, yeah, I was a weird kid when I was little. I used to play with chopsticks and learn how to use them. Just like, okay, that's that's interesting. I've never met anybody that knew how to use it. I was like, oh, okay. So we're eating and then just hanging out. And then uh, once again, I'm in full charm mode and it's working. But <clears throat> what? What? You're just looking at Coop. He's like super into it. Um. So yeah. Uh. So she's not eating her sushi. So she was like, "Have some." Like just like switch or whatever. So I reach across, and then I, I grab. I grab it with the chopsticks. She's like, "Oh, you're really, really good at chopsticks." I was like, "Yeah." Honestly, a lot of people don't know how to use chopsticks. Yeah. So. But I understand that part of it. It, it was just one of those days where you're like, hmm, okay. All right, so I'm scoring points by, I look like I'm cultured, whatever. He got his nails trimmed and they're still long. <laughs> and good old pitter patter. Um, so, like, we're talking and stuff, and it's still not going anywhere. And then. She still didn't eat any of her sushi. What? So what'd you do? Take it home? I let her... T- I mean, she. we got to go play. She got hers. And then I got the rest of mine. I, like, when I was doing I was like, I ordered way too much food. Mm-hmm. I said it out loud. Because I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm not cheap on a date because I know they're going to enjoy. But I was like, this is clearly... My most expensive date Excessive. by far. Yeah, if you have a lot of food to go home with. Yeah. And then I, we had drinks on top of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-mm. So she was like, uh, do you want to like, go walk around somewhere? I was like, yeah, we can do that. And then I was like, I got all this food. <laughs> and it was true. hot as fuck that day. Ooh, true, yeah. You can't so, leave sushi uh-uh. in the heat. And then so I was like, Let's just walk over to Yellowhammer. It's right here. We can get a drink or whatever and talk some more. We walk over there. As soon as we walk in, she just starts freaking out. She's like, I don't like the energy here. I don't like the energy here. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay. We can go. So we get outside. I'm like, what? Are, you, are you okay? What's up? She was like, we were like the only black people in there. And I was thinking, we weren't. I saw two other black people. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah. But I was like, I mean, okay. And then she was, she was like, yeah, I, it's just something about the energy. You just didn't feel right. You didn't feel weird in there? I was like, no. I've been here hundreds of times, and I've never had a bad experience at all. Oh, she's not used to being on the wider side of things. Yeah. Mm. And she was like, how about like, we go to the mall or something and walk around? I was like, no. That's a high school shit. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, no. Walk around at the mall? like." And I was like, we can walk around here. Have you been here? Like, it's yeah. a campus. Like, Clearly, you're new here because you're nervous. Yeah. And then she was like. For no reason. What did it say? No, but I was like confused. So I was like looking at her like, oh. Just go shop on a date? Like, what? That's weird. I thought we were just getting dinner. That's all we talked about, getting dinner. 
But even still, like, just to go and shop on a date, like, for somebody that you're not entitled to? Right. We've been talking a week. shopping together? No. No. And then, so I was like, uh, I'm I'm just going to go home. Uh, I'll... I'll I'll text you later. Like okay, we hug and we go. I go to my parents' house. I'm hanging out with them. Then when I go look at the the new house with them, and then she started texting me like an hour after we leave. I'm like okay, and then about eight thirty nine, she fucking calls me. And then, like, when she calls me, I'm just like, yeah, I got to end this. This got to, this has got to end. Mm-hmm. So, oh, when I leave the date, I tell my sis, I call my sister. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's going to work out. And she was like, you're self-sabotaging. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm feel like, I couldn't articulate yeah, I mean, like, you all can, the you red can pick flags. pick up on vibes. She was sending to me red flags. Yeah. And the more, like, after I talked to her uh, that night, she was talking about other places she wanted to try. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm all down. I'm always down to go try a new place. But she was just, that's when she said the thing about, uh, have you had another broken egg? I was like, no. She was like, it's overrated. It's, uh, IHOP is just as good as another broken egg. And I was like, I think that's a lie. In my head, I was thinking, no. And then that was the final pet peeve. Nope. I. This is gonna sound so bougie, and I'm gonna leave it all in because fuck, uh, it's funny. Nope. Um. So, one of my biggest pet peeves is a. Uh, it's just as good as motherfucker. Mm. No, everything is not just as good as itself. Some things, price wise, are at a better quality. Mm-hmm. And that's why they cost more. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't happen with everything, but yeah, I don't. Be- I've been to IHOP enough <laughs> to know that-, that you can't. No, that's not comparing apples to oranges. Now, if you compare an IHOP to Waffle House, we got a we got a serious like we, we can- have an argument, right? Waffle House ain't got a rooty tooty fresh and fruity, but IHOP ain't got uh, the Grand Slam or. But nobody, nobody, nobody has flavored margaritas in a pitcher. <laughs> a mimosas. <laughs> None of them have that except for motherfucking another broken egg. Right. And she, we talked for like 30 minutes. Well, she talks for 30 minutes. And I was like, uh-huh, cool. And I'm just thinking, yeah, this ain't going to be it. Mm-hmm. So like about 10, I was like, um, can I talk to you tomorrow? It's like, oh, you're falling asleep? I was like, yeah. And I stayed up for two hours <laughs> contemplating my life. They'd be like, how am I? Like, This ain't going to work. This is not going to work at all. And I thought I was going to feel it out for a second, but I was like, no, this mm-hmm. ain't. It gave me immature and afraid to try things. And before this date, I never realized that was something I looked for in a date. I'm not saying you got to try everything, but Willing to try for the experience is a big thing for me. I mean, I get that. But being afraid to be around white people and shit? Yeah, that's that's some real trauma. Something had to happen 
or she just grew up in Mississippi and never I, was exposed to. I know other people, like some of my cousins are like that. Like they just used to being around black people. Mm-hmm. And they, they just don't feel right around white people. Right. Which, if you grew up the way we grew up. And then watching today's news, you'll learn a lot about how white people feel about black people. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if I just went on a date too early. (laughs) I think that's part of it. Um, but yeah, after that, I started missing the person I used to talk to a lot Mm. because she was down to do shit. I mean, that probably just means that you aren't ready to fully date. I'm gonna keep dating though. Okay. <laughs> like I, I nah. Like my skills are still here enough to where I got to keep them sharp. I mean, I get that, but I don't know. But also, if you still having thoughts of your ex, that means you're not ready for whatever relationship you're probably trying to embark on. I think it's just because I haven't gotten to the next one yet. Right. Which still means that you're not ready. <laughs> the way I am about shit, I'll never be ready. I wouldn't say that. Because you, you've definitely come to healed parts of your life to where you were ready. You were ready when you first started. Yeah, but it took me a fucking year to get there. So? I I had to get over people that I had feelings for. So I know, like, that as myself, I have to. I have to keep putting myself out there. Or I'm not going to find anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. It's no hard feelings to old girl. She seemed cool. It's just... I don't know. Um, But, yeah. I'm out here, but I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to do the work, guys. <laughs> Same. It's hard. It's a daily struggle. Yeah. I I do think, in a way, I build up this ideal of a woman that no woman could actually mm. live up to. Mm-hmm. So that's why I second guess myself to be like, all right, am I tripping? Am I self-sabotaging? Or like my sister said, do I just like people that don't like me? <laughs> Maybe. That is the thing too. But that last situation wasn't that. It just didn't work out. That's different from. Yeah, I mean, she got kids. Yeah. Multiple. That adds to it. Um, so how's things in Kimland? <laughs> Shit's crazy. Just trying to oh, keep my sanity. <laughs> Work is stressful every day. I'm like, bro. I can't be stressed like this every day. Um, that's really that's really it in Kim world. It's just fucking work. 
<laughs> dealing with people not washing their hands. The worst. I had to write this shit out on the board today. Like, everybody come and look at the board. <laughs> Please wash your hands. Period. So. Um, I've been alright, though. I went to Courtney's thing on Sunday, which was pretty fucking lit. Really? Uh, yeah, and we were social distance. Like, they had small booths for everybody, but they were mobile, so you could just scoot them and situate it however you want to, and we were on the very, like, corner, off, ducked off to ourselves. It was perfect. Um, I don't even think I had any more that day other than I had somebody before her. I can't remember. I think that's all. But yeah, it's been a slow ass day. Slow ass day at work, but also crazy times. People catching COVID left and right. We back to wearing masks full force. Um, people don't like it. What did like my thing is at this point? If you don't want the vaccine or the mask, just stay your fucking ass at home. Didn't we say that from the jump? No, the, the crazy thing was before they were saying that shit to people like us who were like cautious. Just if you feel uncomfortable, stay home. Same shit. Let's take your fucking ass at home mm-hmm. because we're tired of your fucking shit and you're making people sick and they're dying. That's it. You're making people sick and they're dying. And now as people, people are finally having people in their families die or friend groups die. And now they're like, oh, COVID's real. It's been fucking real, you fucking idiots. Yeah, I saw that video of Jim Jones, like... COVID is real? Your boy thought that he was invincible and this, that, and the third, and I was like... Yeah, that's the fucking problem. How did you think you were invincible, especially without a vaccine? That's the part of it I don't get. Mm -mm. And then, like, this shit is real, man. Like... I don't know. They need to start back shutting down uh, travel. But they're not going to do that. As much as people I know are on vacation and love travel and blah, 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 blah. They need to shut them borders down again. They're not, though. People have chosen that it's just okay for people to die from the shit. It's just crazy that we're right back. (laughs) We're actually probably in a worse situation now than we were before. Yeah. Because especially like down here, like Mississippi is in a state of emergency. They haven't opened uh, garages as hospitals, emergency hospitals. And meanwhile, the fucking government of Mississippi is still not telling people to get vaccinated or to wear a mask. <laughs> like, it's fucking hell. Like, <laughs> these motherfuckers are so afraid of losing a fucking election because of how people feel, not based on facts. Just how people feel about a fucking vaccine or a fucking mask. Do you feel like it's 50-50 on the mask wearing, Florida wearing mandate? Or do you feel like more people believe in it than don't? Or Believe in what? In actually wearing masks. People don't believe in wearing masks and I don't know why the fuck. They think that, like this is the thing. The problem with perfectionist fallacy is people feel like, well, that's not 100 proof. 
if you wear a mask that somebody won't get it. Yeah, but the idea of wearing a mask is you're cutting off somebody getting a full viral load of fucking COVID directly in them. Meaning that they're probably a little bit easier to fight it off. That's the idea of wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And then plus, doctors have been wearing masks for decades? Centuries? It's been a minute. Right. So, like, now we just are like, oh, masks don't work. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Masks don't matter. Oh, if y'all are getting it and y'all still have the vaccine, then we might as well. Exactly. Like, ain't how it works. I went... uh, I was like, after I paid all that money to get Cooper at the vet, I was like, I need to treat myself. So I went and got African food. Come on, treat yourself. Treat yourself. From where? Uh, Ike's Kitchen. Where is that at? It's on Blue Spring. Ike's. It's over. It's down by Bo's Best Wings. Mm. Hey, buddy. Um, So I, I was in there. I always mm-hmm. go in there. Like, usually I'm the only one in there eating. So I was talking to the lady that runs it. And she's like, what do you do? <laughs> I was like, oh. and she's like, what? what is that? Like, so I explained it to her. She's from, uh, she's from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But she's lived in Huntsville the last six years. But, uh, so I was explaining that. I was explaining. And we're just talking. I was like, yeah, I was blessed that I didn't get sick last year. Especially because she was like, did y'all, y'all were working in the office the whole time? I was like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm just blessed I didn't get it. And then luckily I was able to get the uh, the vaccine in March. And that's when everything got different. She was like, yeah, I just, I don't think that they uh, did the, the vaccine right. They're still working it out. They should wait and then... Uh, Give it to people after they work the kinks out. I was like, well, no, it's it's pretty effective. It's not a foolproof thing, but nothing's foolproof. It it's gonna help you fight it off and you gotta give it some time. Right. Like uh they've done the research. Uh like I get that everybody thinks that it was really quick, but they've been working on mRNA mm-hmm. vaccines for Forever. fifteen years. Yeah. And today I saw where Moderna is going to start rolling out their uh, HIV uh, vaccine based on the evidence from uh, COVID. They were able to come up with uh, HIV. Uh, I don't want to say, like, it's just a vaccine. Right. But, uh, so, yeah. So, that's some of the things. Um, But I was talking to her about that, and I was like, oh, God. I hate how political everything is with this fucking disease. Yeah. And it's like, nobody can just, like, I try to be respectful of people. I understand vaccine hesitancy. I really do. I understand why black people would not trust the government. Period. But, (laughs) this vaccine is a little different, man. The last two presidents of the United States got it. If Donald Trump took it and Melania, this shit straight. They only took it though, so they could be able to wear no masks. No, but they took it. They gave it to him in January. I know. But no, like, he got, COVID kicked his fucking ass. 
That's why he took the fucking vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then plus, you can't have the president not vaccinated against stuff. True. So, I don't know. Which this, which is also why, if they want to give Trump uh, credit for uh, Operation Warp Speed, give it to him. If he gets these fucking people to take the vaccine. Fuck it. That's all I'm saying, bro. Propose that everybody get the fucking vaccine. And then once they get it and show show you that they've gotten it, send everybody $20,000. They ain't going to do that shit. For eight weeks. They are never going to give us as much money as they did last year. Man. That was a once in a lifetime. They are never just going to close down shit again like that. They'll close down stuff like schools and stuff. They ain't never going to close down everything again. It's all about personal responsibility. That's what Republicans fucking believe to their fucking detriment. They believe in choice, even of things that will fucking kill you, which I can't argue because I I smoked for 10 years. I, I drink alcohol to excess. I'm killing myself on a daily basis, mm. but this COVID shit is different, man. Mm. It's different. And then plus the idea I can catch it from one of you bums <laughs> is enough <laughs> that I was like, no, no, no. I need as many tools as possible. I have to fight it off. And y'all niggas is not going to get me fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. Uh, he's a friend of one of my Facebook friends that we grew up with. Uh he uh he did Star Trek stuff, like Star Trek fan shows and podcasts and stuff. His last post on Facebook was him talking about he had caught COVID and he couldn't go to uh one of his best friends' funerals because he had COVID. Mm-hmm. And he was crying and he was scared and he died from it. Five days later. What? Yeah. So you just see a post of this man. Literally his last post is him being scared of dying. This shit is fucking real, man. Yeah. Then Jim Jones would be like, oh, I thought I was invincible. I thought I was blah, blah, blah. Moving around here like Superman. Which... To Fat Joe's credit, no, sir. when we were watching that verses and when he did the recap, in the recap he said, "And COVID was in there somewhere. <laughs> God bless. COVID was in there somewhere. God bless." That nigga knew, mm-hmm. and that's where Jim Joe's probably got it from. Mm-hmm. You in Madison Square Garden, no mask, bro. I mean, some of this shit is expected at this point. Restaurant, I just feel like that's uh, like the more and more I keep seeing how nasty these motherfuckers are. I'm just like, yeah, he um, gave, gave me peace of mind, man. That like, that's all I needed. All I needed was a shot. All I needed was that if your boy get COVID, he ain't gonna die from this shit. Cause I would fucking hate to die that way. That's a painful way to die. I agree. You're struggling to breathe and you're on a ventilator. Yeah. And then nobody can be in the room with you so you die alone, Mm -mm. which is my ultimate fucking fear. Hey, nah, fuck that. It's got to be a way. A way for what? Um, 
no idea. Are you high? No, I'm fucking sleepy. <laughs> Falling the fuck asleep. The only thing I really thought about is that conversation we had via text from that spilled over from Twitter. What were we talking about? Yeah, when dude was like talking Uh, about fat people, like fat shaming. It's when uh, this guy had posted. It was a troll tweet, but he was like, y'all are going to the gym because y'all are afraid to be fat. And that's... uh, he, he said something else snarky. So, of course, all the gym rats were like, oh, so we can't go to the gym because it's fat phobic, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't want to be fat because we're fat phobic. And then so they just start saying all this ridiculously just uh, downright offensive things. And uh, so one guy tried to call this one person I'm, I was talking about out for it he's like man you skinny shame and fat shame all the time like he's one of the people that uh ladies if your man can't bench 250 then he's not a man and like all of that type of shit and then so he started saying like all these like oh so it's fat phobic to not I mean to live healthy and then he called out one of his other friends and was like I'm friends with uh so-and-so, and I gave him a hard time about being fat. Does that mean that I hate fat people? <laughs> and then the guy was like, replace fat with black, white, anything else. And see the difference. Right. So, like, it's them two going back and forth, and I follow both of them. So, I was just like, fat phobia is really a thing, but the way that guy used it is not true. And the most painful part about that is uh, that guy is the significant other of I can't remember their name and I'm saying there because they use the pronouns they and there uh, but it's Deshaun something but he's a uh, he's an intellectual based on like fat issues mm. so you could tell he was trying to put it all for his bae and be like, yeah, let me get these uh, fat phobes in line. But, like, uh, Deshaun, later, he uh, was like, I've started going away from being making controversial posts because it always ends up affecting uh, the victims of mm-hmm. said post. Mm-hmm. So then you just have all these people just talking shit about fat people the rest of the fucking day. And, like, when I woke up, they had already started. And I was like, God damn it. I can't even enjoy Twitter at 8 o'clock in the morning because people are telling me I'm a fat piece of shit. What the fuck are people <laughs> talking about at 8 a.m.? Was it that early when they were talking yeah. about it? Ooh, I don't remember. Because it carried over from the night before because that's when dude put the post up. Mm-hmm. So, third shift Twitter was cooking. First shift Twitter woke up to the, the bullshit. First shift Twitter was getting the seasonings in order. Right. And then it was just, it's just all these ways of people just be able to talk shit about fat people. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not going to argue that fat phobia is a thing because I know people get triggered when you say phobia. Mm -hmm. People go, oh, I'm not afraid of fat people. He's like, you dumb fuck. It's about (laughs) making an environment to where fat people don't feel accepted. Boom. That's all it's talking about. And we don't even have to debate if it's real because you know it's real. For sure. All of us who are listening to this Mm -hmm. can relate to this. We have all gained weight at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Why do we get scared when we gain a certain amount of weight that we hadn't gained? Because we don't want to be fucking fat. Because in this society, it's not good to be fat. Not arguing if it's just medically or anything else, but it's much easier to exist in this world if you're not fat. Even though most people in the United States are fat. <laughs> but that's also when you get to the other thing. I was going to say, it's a lot of people who get <laughs> a lot of people crazy fit into the- food when they leave here for right. themselves. Right. And then the other thing is like, like we were talking about a certain person giving off reformed fat kid vibes. Mm-hmm. Former fat people love to shit on fat people. But this one guy, he tweeted today, he was like, when I was fat, uh, it was no such thing as fat shaming. You just had to learn how to joke or fight. And then people were like, I don't think that's proven the point that you thought it was proven. Did you see any of the Lizzo stuff? I did. So what were people coming for her? Because uh, uh, she made that video with Cardi B. So they were mad at her just because she was in the video? People hate Lizzo. And this one dumbass little girl got on Twitter and said... Um, she said something like, uh, I don't like Lizzo. Um, it's giving mammy vibes. And people were like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck about Lizzo is fucking mammy? Mammy vibes. Um, the mammy, uh, stereotypical art archetype is a overweight, dark skinned black woman who is... Asexual, non-sexualized, black, uh, subservient, uh, modest, and all the things that Lizzo's not except for a black woman who's fat. I'm surprised that we have honestly progressed enough to allow Lizzo to do what she has done. But trying but, to give her these new titles, though. But are we? Have we progressed enough? Because people hate her for fucking existing. Like that other person we talk about, he always rants about fucking Lizzo, and it's like, nigga, why the fuck do you fucking care? Mm-hmm. Like that should just be proven to all the fat people <laughs> in your life that you really don't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. And I wish you niggas understood that fucking shit. Do I want to be fat for the rest of my life? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not one of the people to be like, there's nothing wrong with being fat. That's not true. I wouldn't say something like that. But 
let's not pretend like people don't just hate fat people for existing. So, uh, she had made a post, well, an IG live, pretty much saying like it's like that shit. She's a human. Seeing yes. people talk shit about her and calling her all these names affects her fucking mental health. Yeah, I saw her crying. Even if you have a strong opinion about yourself, you're still a fucking human. We all have things. Nobody wants to just be shitted on every fucking day of their fucking life. Mm -hmm. But everybody acts like celebrities aren't fucking human. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's sick. Like, people go out of their way. Like, it's people I hate. Some people I'll talk about, like, it's artists that I hate. Like, I kind of hate J. Cole. But... I respect him as a person. I just don't like his fucking music, which isn't even really true. I just don't like his fans. Yeah, it's just got to be weird to honestly like hate on Lizzo or be mad at Lizzo for no reason for just existing. People don't fucking care about fat people. Because that's what's happening. People only care about fat people if we have been quote unquote redeemed. By losing weight. Mm -hmm. Then we're celebrated. Then we're no longer fat as fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, I know. Whenever I lose weight, people treat me better. And it's just going to confirm everything I know. (laughs) Or Mm. I I won't be called cute for a big boy. Or big sexy. Which was always fun when I was called. (laughs) (laughs) These girls at Graham called me that. That shit was... That shit made me feel like a million fucking bucks. Big sexy is some hood shit. It is. And they were some hood ass girls. I was going to say, it sounds fun. Being attractive to black women is so fucking fun. Especially (laughs) black women I could not get when I was younger. Oh, yeah. But the other thing is when I be meeting people now, they be like, your voice doesn't match (laughs) what I thought you would sound like. They be expecting some hood ass fucking nigga. Because I'm walking around with earrings and shit. Like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, most people around here don't expect for black people to have any kind of accent that isn't right, nigga. Which I I definitely am still country as fuck. Mm-hmm. Same. It's just, I don't, I'm not even, I don't code switch at this point. It's just, I usually talk like this. Mm-hmm. But I just say nigga on here more. <laughs> but yeah, being attractive to uh, you know how I feel. Like when you like, okay, I'm out here. <laughs> My people fuck with me. I'm like, it's what the little uh, naive, sensitive, twelve, thirteen year old me wanted. Yeah, and now I got it. I feel like I, I feel like I might be, I don't want to say partial, but sensitive to that. Maybe why. Now we pot. Now you done woke up a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe just because I'm used to. I don't know. I don't know how to word it. Say it. Say it the way I knew you were about to say it. <laughs> Let's go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's. Like, for me. It's not even like a surface level idea of attraction, but it's the idea that (laughs) 
I don't know. It's the idea that the same type of girls I grew up with that were chasing some uh, level of what they felt like was blackness could still find me attractive. I'm just like, yeah, I'm out here. I feel that for sure. But at the end of the day, I'm also just this goofy ass nigga, which nobody can see until like they follow me on Twitter or hear me on here. Just know that I'm goofy as fuck. I think it's it's taking away <laughs> some of my hood attractive points. <laughs> Cause they like a little goofy, but super goofy. No. But if I can find the right suburbanish black girl, I'm in here, bro. I don't think that's too hard. It's not, and I'm realizing that. I think you can do that. I've actually gotten better at this shit. Like I'm better at dating. I mean, it's only gonna get better as you go. Yeah, but I didn't think. I thought one point I watched a forty year old virgin the other day totally thought that's how my life was going to be. <laughs> like, the virgin part was settled years ago. But, like, that whole idea of, like, I like women so much, I don't talk to them. <laughs> it's the nerves for me. <laughs> like, I just be, like, in my own head, cock-blocking myself. That's the problem. Like, I used to think I was ugly. I'm not ugly. I'm goofy as fuck. And neurotic. <laughs> These are facts. I'm essentially a Woody Allen character trapped in this big black body mm. with nice waves and good skin. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Sell yourself. So I'm going to get somebody off the podcast one day. That shit going to be fun as fuck to you. <laughs> It's just the way you talk about things like, yeah. I also have another rant in my head Mm. that I was playing in my head. We love a good rant. Rant about what? D2 The Mighty Ducks might be the worst movie of all time. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> I was just, I was driving and I was just thinking, like, that movie was awful. I don't remember it. I watched it so much that I have it memorized in my head. Oh, wow. Like, I, me and my brother used to watch all the Mighty Ducks movies all the time. To the point that I even actually started watching hockey. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... That was a big movie in my childhood, and I watched it so many times, and now that I'm an adult, I watched it a few months ago, and I was like, oh my God, this is this is worse than I even thought it would be, but it's just something about that movie <laughs> that, first of all, <laughs> so, okay, so this is in the 90s, right after like the Dream Team, so everybody is on... Oh, global teams and shit. And this is also after the Cold War. Mm. So, you can't have Russia as a villain anymore. So, they made Team Iceland Mm. the uh, villain. And they had all these Russian-like figures in there. So, it's Team USA versus Team Iceland. And somehow, Gordon Bombay 
It takes a team from Minnesota that was barely won their uh, championship in their area to compete globally in the Junior Goodwill Games. What? <laughs> this one. This is the one scene that will seal the deal. And anybody who's seen this movie will remember it. Keenan Thompson's character, Russ, is antagonizing Jesse, the only other black person on the fucking uh, Mighty Ducks team. And so he, so uh, Russ shows up at Team USA's uh, practice and is like, uh, just taunting him. Is like, uh, he pretty much takes him back to South Central LA. Because, you know, all 90s movies have to have a scene in South Central South LA. South Central, yeah. Because that was the that was the, the vibe back then. Mm-hmm. So somehow, Team USA, hockey team, is in the middle of the hood with these black and brown kids that mm-hmm. just happen to play street hockey. And so, uh, Russ's older brothers is like, I could teach you to play like the real Team USA. And, uh, uh, Portman is like, what would you know about the te- real Team USA? And then Russ's brother just smiles, and then you just hear, party people! <laughs> yeah! And then Russ's brother throws up, throws uh, Portman into the fence and literally says, you gotta earn every inch. And even by 90s standards, throwing a nigga up against a fence from behind and telling him he got to earn every inch is some wild shit to say in a fucking children's movie. It takes a lot of strength. That's for one. That's for damn sure. To earn every inch. And then they just have a street hockey game. And in the middle of the hockey thing, a puck flies out and hits a black man's windshield. And then he's just like, alley-oop, and throws it up. And they're like, oh, this happens all the time. Nigga, if you, re- you really think street hockey was happening all the time in 90s <laughs> South Central to where if niggas busted another man's windshield, that wouldn't go astray? Yeah. If that shit happened in Huntsville, Alabama, that shit would go astray. Quick as fuck. But in 90s Disney World, we're just supposed to believe that this shit just happens. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Worst movie ever. Like I said, I don't remember it. Can't tell you about it. I'm a weirdo. It happens. Just sitting down. I just feel like I've been, my body has been going nonstop. I mean, it has. For like the last two weeks. Is it hot in here to you? Mm-mm. I'm always cold in here. My air was like, it was acting crazy a couple of days ago because it was so hot. Mm-hmm. So I've just been self conscious. No, I'm always cold in here. Um, we were talk- we were going to talk about something. Oh, about that girl saying, shoot your shot. Oh, yeah. And does that really work? Um, In this dating environment. <laughs> She was saying that, you know, she was still single, but that she was going to continue to shoot her shot. And I mean, I co-sign that. Because <laughs> just because you're still single, it doesn't mean it's because you're shooting your shot. 
you just haven't, I guess, shot with the right one or it just ain't been the right time, right opportunity. I don't know. But I've always been a firm believer in shoot your shot because, for one, I've I've started to see a lot more posts about, like, men being okay with women making the first move and some men actually preferring that. Um, but, yeah, you must be on the fence or on the other side of thought. No, I'm, I'm not necessarily on the other side of it. I... I have no issue with a woman making first move, but let me think. How should I say this? I don't know if that's the most effective strategy with the crop of men out here, because a lot of niggas, it's a lot of guys that be trying to get women to take care of them. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's also just a trend right now in general because... I don't know if it's a trend, though, because I'm seeing a lot of women taking care of niggas. True, but I'm saying, like, I also just feel like there's more women in that are demanding that men take care of them. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? There's more women that are just like... I want somebody that's going to handle everything and I don't want to work and there's more. Oh, oh, it's tons of women that say that. But it's also a ton of single women who say that. Mm. Like, yeah, you holding out for the best hope. Yeah. It's, this is where it gets the... Uh, this is where Juice gets kind of fucked up. Look, <laughs> that Kevin Samuel shit about 80% trash. The 20% of it that is factual is when he breaks down a certain segment of black women be wanting niggas that make $500,000. And that's like 0.01% of black men. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women want that, but it's not practical. But there's also tons of niggas out here who, I don't want to say ain't shit. But, because, I mean, you're, how much money you make is not in a basis on if you ain't shit or not. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of men out here now who don't want to do the bare minimum of being a man in this society. Or uh, they want all the terms of patriarchy on their terms. Mm-hmm. So they want to be treated like a king, even though they ain't bringing home bacon, ain't uh, killing the bacon, (laughs) ain't going to work, ain't got a car, ain't got a place to stay. But they want you to just bow down to him because he's a king. Mm -hmm. No, (laughs) it don't work like that, homie. (laughs) Like on this date, uh, she was like, so. Are you one of those guys that feel like it should go 50-50 or the man should pay or the woman should pay? And I was like, why? You want to pay? I got it. I just wanted to see what she was going to say. I wasn't going to let her fucking pay for me. Get the fuck out of here. You wouldn't let anybody pay for you? I let the last girl I was talking to pay for our second date. And 
I bought ice cream after it. But I had to fight her for the check. And you still bought ice cream, which means you still had to have that moment. No. I'm not. This is. I've had girls pay for dates before with me. It's not one of those things. It's not my manhoods and tatters. It's just to let you know I ain't one of these niggas. Mm -hmm. I am not one of these. uh, Go half on a fucking $15 check. And then if you don't, then I'm a pout. Get the fuck out of here. I grew up with a fucking daddy, bro. <laughs> Ooh, the difference that'll make. It that I'm becoming more aware of it. Not saying that you are not uh equipped to be a, a man or a good man or that women can't raise a man. I'm not saying any of that bullshit. But it make a difference about being a man when you raised by a man. Mm-hmm. It's not even on no macho shit, because my dad ain't one of those I need uh, dinner on the table when I get home or shit. He ain't like that. My dad just quiet and just moved by example. That's the biggest thing I learned from growing up in the house with men. It's not him teaching me some, teaching me how to work on a car or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's just the everyday seeing what a grown man acts like helped me the most. My daddy didn't just sit at home. <laughs> While my mom was working. Or the days my dad's off, he is doing something in the house. He is cleaning. He is fixing something. He is doing, cutting the grass, whatever. And also, she that woman was very successful. So she's around high-quality men. men. Yeah. But she still said that she was going to shoot her shot, though. Yeah, but I'm saying it's a little easier to shoot your shot if you around successful fucking niggas. That don't mean everybody she's shooting her shot at is... A woman like you, that ain't gonna just have no fucking bum-ass nigga in her fucking house. She'll fuck him. No, she'll fuck him. <laughs> but she ain't gonna hold that nigga down. Mm, yeah, I don't know. You'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That's the funny thing, but... I think like or a woman. I think like a woman like that who works in entertainment. She ain't giving nobody the time of day. She'll fuck you. She'll fuck yeah. you if you ain't shit. Yeah, she's on some no strings attached shit. Yeah, like otherwise. she's in a she's in a power position. She ain't. She. You think she gonna let a nigga fuck up her shit? Nah. Will she fuck him? Yeah. Yeah. Will she continue to fuck him even if he ain't shit? Yep. But you know what the secret is? That's what She's niggas do. Not considering anything else. Yeah, that is exactly what niggas do. That's why I'm saying, nah. Not saying she's quote unquote the man in the situation, but mm-hmm. <laughs> based on the way that men move in this patriarchal society. She's just practicing her learned behavior. Hey, and go for it. I have mm-hmm. no I have no issue. Like uh, uh, well, I try to remember what I said that one time. Slut these niggas out. Have this nigga be like, "Well, I was waiting for you to fucking call." <laughs> <laughs> waiting my phone, right? Oh, so now you got time for me? Oh, cause you want some ass, <laughs> nigga. Shut the fuck up and get it. <laughs> 
I'm all for women pimp shit. It's just, I think a lot, like real shit, I think a lot of dudes really be trying to be on some pimp shit. And by pimp shit, I mean like actual pimp, like bitches walking the fucking stroll. Mm. Like you go out, walk the stroll, bitch, and bring me back my money. That's how these niggas be acting. You driving her car while she at work and you ain't working? These niggas do be acting high and mighty as fuck. Entitled as fuck. It's just like, we got to have Molly on here again. Oh, yeah, we should. (laughs) I saw her on um, Saturday. Saturday at the brunch thing. So the brunch was not what I expected it to be. What was it? I thought it was like gonna be more of a like entrepreneur, just like networking situation. Mm-hmm. There was no real like networking or intermingling. It was just kind of like you come here, whatever food you ordered, you get it down here. Your drink is over here. Cool. And she's like, what? Um, but yeah, I saw her there. She was cute. She was with her friend. We gotta have her on here because she be like, she talked on on Twitter. She said, like, she was talking about the date apps and about how niggas be acting like they're prize and they got three kids and no job. Just pure audacity. Like, yeah. And then I saw the other day that um, Bo tweeted about um, some football player, how he was posting all these pictures of his son. Oh, like, uh, it was a basketball player. Uh, what's his name? But yeah, he got Brittany Renner pregnant. Well, <laughs> get what you get. But basically, he was all like, I miss my son. You know, baby mom won't let me see my son. And I still just be like, go to fuck. You're a millionaire, son. Take the ass to court. Like, why? And I do not feel bad for or fuck with any niggas who are always playing the victim when it comes to seeing their kids. Like, oh, my baby mama this, and I don't get to see my kids because of this. And it's like, no. Typically, Take ass to court. Typically, I would agree with you. But in this situation, she moved out as soon as the kid was born. I mean, I, I understand that those things happen, but I'm just saying, like, using that as an excuse for not seeing your kid as a father, no. Because if it's that deep, you'll take somebody to court. You'll get some custody shit drawn up. But just don't be out here. Brittany Renner went to Jackson State? <laughs> what? I did not know that. Huh. PJ Washington, he plays for the uh, Hornets, is who it was. But yeah, she started dating him when he was at Kentucky. He was at 18. She's our age. She was definitely being a predator. You said he was 18? Yeah, she's our age. He's Mm. only 21, 22. Mm. That's also that young nigga shit. I've been there, pouring out. Emo- I was there two months ago. I was pouring out my emotions, putting out songs. That should be real, bro. Ooh. That that heartache, that heartache is something else. Yeah, it is. 
must be pouring out emotions like nobody knows what I'm going through my nigga you're playing a sad song uh, <laughs> we know plenty what people is. know right plenty people fucking know. even though the other day I posted uh, what Stevie song was it it's a, sl- a slow Stevie song I wasn't sad I just love Stevie Wonder Cut out the really super crazy shit. <laughs> per usual. Like, if people heard last week, it was wild as fuck. <laughs> like, that was probably the most we talked about sex, like, off the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I specifically was like, I don't know if I could date one person because she might try to peg me. <laughs> I think people really be expecting us to talk about sex more. And I'm just like, no, we don't really do all that. I think they do. But it's it's not even really because I'm uncomfortable talking about sex. It's just everybody talks about sex. <sighs> yeah. I mean, and also, I'm just really not a participant right now. <laughs> like, I don't exactly have a consistent sex life. So I don't have shit to talk about for real. Right. It's all same old stories for me. <laughs> Not dating anyone. I'm not on the apps no more. I don't got nothing. The apps are fucking wild, bro. They are fucking wild. Like plus, I live with my parents. Like, which I might be. I might be moving out soon. Uh oh, what's up? I ain't gonna put that up. <laughs> I remember that fucking T-shirt. We're babies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that need to be the fucking episode picture. Bruh, we've known each other forever. That's wild as fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Like, I was looking through it, and it was like, just seeing all of, like, seeing Britney... In there with when she was going through her emo goth phase, Emma when she was going through her Avril Lavigne stand phase, mm-hmm. wearing ties and shit. <laughs> it's wild. Oh well, yeah. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Because everything cut off. Oh, yeah. Everything's rebooting. Everything was down for a while, too. So I might need to throw away whatever I got in the freezer. Did you come home to it being off or it happened when you were here? When I was here earlier, like when I got back from the vet. Yeah. I was just chilling. And then the power went off. What the fuck is going on? And it came back up like 10 minutes later. And then I went to go eat uh, African food, which we got to do that shit. We might just have to pick it up and bring it here. But 
Like I eat the I think it's Uguzi soup. Mm. So that's when you get the pounded yam mm-hmm. and you dip it in it and you eat it with your hands. Shit is dope. That also, sounds good. It was this Nigerian dude in there. He's like, Are you Nigerian? I was like, No. I was thinking <laughs> in my head, Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, So you just like Nigerian food? I was like, Yeah. And he's like, I'm trying to get my stepkids to like it. They like the Jolof, but. Everybody likes Jolof. Hey, Jolof be bust. Still never had it, but apparently everybody likes they it. They have it there too. Yeah. So we can even just do that. And it comes with a plantain. Mm. And Love me some plantanos. And either beef or chicken with it. But yeah, so like it's cool. I'm just looking for a little shorty I could go uh somewhere with again. I learn things. I'm just after this last one. Yeah. No, I've I've learned things from the all like the last two. I'm just saying, like as far as seeing people right away. Yeah. But then also, I, I do feel like if the chemistry is there, the chemistry is there. I mean, yeah, that's true. I think that's just what was lacking in this. But I think it was good for me to know that it's just not like every first date I meet some girl that's just. Oh, okay. I'm in love. <laughs> Cause I don't. Outside of Chelsea, I don't think I ever had that feeling. Or on first date, first dates usually are so weird. Yeah, I haven't been on many. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you can call that a fucking date because it wasn't planned. It was just... Spontaneous dates are still some dates. Hey, let's go to Waffle House at 10 p.m. Like, mm. I fucking hate him. Like, what's... Can we discuss... <laughs> Every time I see his video, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, he's annoying. It's just like when I went on a date with old girl, I was like, was I as handsome? Am I as handsome as I looked on my pictures? She's like, yeah, you look exactly like me. She's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fresh haircut, earrings, blinking. No one has been able to say that to me yet. I don't go on dates. That's actually really depressing. That's why, I mean, go back to the thing about shooting your shot. I mean. It's not working either way for me, so. I wonder why, though. Because I really feel like men will date people they're interested in or people that they think. But when I was on the apps, I kept getting stood up. Then my one person that I did meet just wanted to fuck, but took us through the whole talking process as if we were doing more than that. Then I went and met with another person who also just wanted to fuck. (laughs) Uh, That also took me through the whole talking process as if we were doing more than that. And 
so here we are today. <laughs> oh no. I just really like dates. So I don't understand the dudes that don't. I really like dating. Which you know, I had some bad luck with some of those people that just wanted like food and shit, but that shit is in hindsight, that shit is ridiculous. I would have laughed about it then if I wasn't in love with someone. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, I can't win on no fucking side. <laughs> mm. That's it really sucks when I think about it. Like nobody out here dating me. Nobody out here trying to date me. But you can't think of it as that. It's just you haven't met that person. Yeah. How frustrating. Because, I mean, I'm trying to think before the last couple of years, I didn't. I didn't date much until, hell, I was like, what, 26, 27? When I quit hanging with my niggas. <laughs> yeah. It was a little big boys club. I wasn't even dating then. The the most that I've dated has been lately, if you can even call it dating. Like, I don't know. I haven't I don't ever go on dates. That shit is sad, bro. Like I don't never go on dates. I never go on dates. Like to have the opportunity to actually get ready for somebody. I'll never, I never do that. It does something for your self confidence. I think that's what's helped me the most. To be all like, to be honest, I think my confidence has peaked because even though it didn't work out with her, like going on dates and like being excited to go hang with somebody and shit, did wonders for my self confidence. Somebody telling you smell good or you look good. And they looking good. And they got dressed for you. That shit is... Shit's legit. It's just... Everybody makes dating so much harder than it has to be. Mm. Just go eat a good meal if it doesn't work out like this last one. Just... Y'all had a cool meal. Y'all did some shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no expectations, even though I was talking about marrying her before <laughs> I met her. <laughs> but it was just, yeah. It was just nice. Well, at this point, I don't know, because I'm not getting back on the dating apps. I feel like this is necessary even now. I'm not trying to sway you anyway because I respect you. But I feel like now, like if I didn't do that shit, I, I don't meet anybody. The only people I meet are criminals. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit. My dating pool is so bad without fucking dating apps. See, I meet people all day, every day now. Yeah, but you have a different job for me. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't have the need or feeling of necessity to use the app. You don't you don't need dating apps. It didn't do nothing for me. <laughs> it's just making the pool of people just trying to talk to you bigger. But you're a beautiful woman. People are gonna try to talk to you anyway. 
still single though. Eh, it's only for now. Some of this stuff doesn't make sense at any point. Yeah, I so think this is just like adulthood shit that you just have yeah. to take with being an adult. Yeah, it's the shitty part of being an adult. I mean, there's not many good parts. That's why I've also been trying to think about like starting family and shit, and that's just just depressing. Because yeah, I look at it as those are the benefits of being an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, drinking and shit is fun, but it's not fun always. But we'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. feel like happiness will come to those that want it. I don't feel like I'm unhappy. I just no, feel... not, not saying you're unhappy. I'm saying like the things that your heart desires will find you. Mm-hmm. Like, because to me, happiness doesn't necessarily mean like smiley, like giddy. It just means... The things I wanted and prayed for are there. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.